Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Matcha with Livy. Clearly, I am fucking Livy. You guys, how is everybody? I'm currently in my bed just with my heating pad and recording from my bed, which I never fucking do. I always record from my desk because I woke up feeling sick. I took a nap today. Here's the thing. I don't take fucking naps, you guys. I literally don't take naps. They give me anxiety. I don't like napping. I took a very fat nap today and I'm not feeling great. Apparently, there's a new fucking COVID variant going around. I'm pissed because um, this is like so like first world problems. Like I'm totally aware of this. Um, I'm supposed to be in the Hamptons this weekend and like my new job starts Monday. So it's like a lot is really going on in my brain right now and I'm just really frustrated. But more than anything, I just want to keep myself health healthy and safe, but also everyone around me healthy and safe. So I'm going to go get a test after this or test in general after this. But like I am frustrated because it is fucking July. Why am I getting CVID? You know what I mean? I'm calling it CVID now. I feel like I'm going to modernize COVID, whatever. Let's get into my week intro because I haven't given you guys a week intro in a fat minute. So I was in Chicago, I believe, last week for six days. It was absolutely a little bit insane. Chicago was everything Chicago always is, okay? On a yacht for way, way too fucking long from like 1130 in the morning to like 730 at night, literally dying, but whatever is what it is. Honestly, I drink too much. Um, when do I not drink too much in Chicago? Because I'm just getting drinks like poured down my throat in the weirdest way possible. Like that sounded so weird because that is weird. But like, yeah, in the clubs, just doing what I used to do in Chicago, basically. Saw everyone who I wanted to see. Um, but also like, I literally don't get it. Like everyone knows that I'm going to be in town. So I'm like, where the fuck is everybody? Like, all my friends that like I didn't see, I'm like, okay, you guys are fake as fuck. I literally don't fuck with you whatsoever because everybody knew for months that I was coming in town July 4th to literally celebrate the 4th of July. Well, fuck that. I literally have no independence because um, they took away my rights basically and all women's, but whatever. I didn't want to get into that, but I'm going to because I have a platform. It's fucked up what's happening with abortion laws, Roe v. Wade. Like it's absolutely so beyond fucked up. So like I'm not going to like shake my ass to some fireworks because I literally just lost my right to abortion. So fuck no. Anyways, I was more celebrating my birthday is like my vibe I was going for for like the 4th of July weekend. Like I did my New York birthday and then I did my Chicago birthday. So that was more my vibe. But like it was just like a little too much drinking. And like by the end of it, my best friend and I were like not even able to speak. Like it was like a good four day bender. I was exhausted. I saw everybody that wanted to see me. Like it was just a lot. And it was, like, good to see my bestie, like, everyone's new apartments. It's so weird because it's, like, being there. I'm, like, this, I feel like I should just be, like, going to Wacker Drive, like, going back to home. But, like, no, I don't have my luxury little apartment anymore. Um, and it's, like, weird. It's, like, oh, my God, wait, no, like, this isn't my home. But, like, Chicago will always feel like, not home, though. Like, New York feels like home. Chicago will feel like a sense of home. But New York is, like, home, home. So, like, I don't know. 
it was just like a weird feeling to be back there and seeing everyone. I missed New York. I just stayed in Chicago too long. And it was simply because flight prices were like up the fucking asshole expensive. So I just stayed in New- like in Chicago way too long. I was there six days because my flight got canceled. Absolutely. Fuck you, Southwest. You can choke. Um, And I'm saying that on record. I would like everybody to tag Southwest in this. Tell them they can fucking choke. Who just canceled someone's flight? Like Southwest literally was just like, your flight's canceled. What? What do you mean? No explanation. Whatever. Let's get into this week's episode and me stop ranting about like drinking too much and Southwest. Why am I making this episode? I'm making this episode because therapy completely changed my life. So like hopefully me sharing my story will encourage you to get into therapy and like help you or anybody who's even thinking about therapy. I don't know. I just want to share my therapy journey because I'm obsessed with myself. One, two, therapy has like changed my life for the better. I recommend it to absolutely every single person in my life because I'm just like you guys. Therapy is like fucking amazing no matter what you're going through even if you think you're going through nothing We're all going through something and just having someone to talk to is like the best thing in the world So like i'm gonna tell you my therapy journey. So before therapy I was really dead set on not needing therapy. I was like there is absolutely nothing wrong with me I am so strong. I don't need therapy like mind you I had so much trauma. All I really needed was therapy I was just so defensive and I was like, um, I'm a strong ass person. I don't need therapy. I don't need to go to a shrink and like speak about my feelings every week. Like I'm good. Like I'm a strong ass bitch. And it's like, mind you, it has nothing to do with being strong. Like you're strong if you go to therapy, you're self-aware and strong if you're like, okay, I have past traumas like everybody else in this fucking world. I should probably go to therapy and talk about these past traumas and like heal myself to become the best version of myself like that is always my end goal with therapy is like to heal myself to become the best version of myself at all times and like constantly becoming the best version of myself through therapy and like healing past traumas understanding things like that so that's mainly why I go also like we all know I have a shit ton of fucking trauma so like I had to go to therapy but I was very like fuck no like I don't need therapy like I'm good whatever you guys I was dealing with so much assault trauma death in my life so much horrible things like for me to even be like i'm good like i don't even need therapy was like so fucked up like i also don't even have a father like there are so many things i could talk about in therapy so for me to be like i'm good like i don't need therapy like therapies for the week was like so beyond weak of me to say like that's a weak mindset to have like i'm good like i don't need therapy like therapies for the week like that is the most weak mindset ever so That's just my personal opinion. Anyways, I was in my like, I don't need help era. Like I'm good. Like I'm strong. I'm independent. I'm fine kind of era. Uh, This era was also the prime of my eating disorder. So you can see where I was extra delusional. Like in the midst of like the worst eating disorder, I was like, I'm such a strong ass bitch. I don't need therapy. Like I healed myself from all my past traumas. No, I didn't even get started. So let's talk about my therapy journey. I started in May 2020 because I feel like once the pandemic hit, I had more time to myself. I used to just like pack my schedule so busy. So like I literally didn't even have time to think about anything. And like I would be going from like four in the morning until like 11 p.m. at night, whether that being like work, school, comedy, whatever, the gym, like I had my schedule packed. And like I started on, and so when everything came to a halt in May, in March, like COVID, whenever that shit started, um, I had like so much time to think. And I was like, oh, fuck love. We got a lot of trauma we got to work through. So I started on better health because I didn't have any idea where to start. And like, I literally don't think I had health insurance at the time. 
But like I liked BetterHelp, like, but I did not love it. I just needed more intense therapy because I was extra fucked up. No, but like I had one therapist on BetterHelp who was really great, but she left BetterHelp. So like I felt like I had to like go through a lot of therapists on BetterHelp, which I didn't love. Um, so I got a new one and I honestly didn't fuck with the new one on BetterHelp because she was like, well, she actually was really good. I won't lie, but like she just like pissed me off for some reason. I don't know. Um, but she was like the start of me realizing I needed like therapy therapy. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize how much therapy I actually needed, but I also didn't realize you need to go through several therapists to find one that you like. I told one of my best friends, um, I was like, you need to go through therapists the same way your ass goes through IMG assets. Like you go through a million of those to find the ones that you like the most. You would know what I mean? Like that's when you're like, you have to go through a million therapists to decide if you like one or if you find one on your first try that you really like, like, fuck yeah, go you. But like, don't be discouraged if you're like, I don't really fuck with this bitch. Like, I don't really like her whatsoever. And it's like your first therapy session. Majority of the people don't. So like, you just have to like, wiggle your way around and just figure out who is going to best suit you so yeah like you got to go through therapists like you do img sets anyways i was on better health for about a month but in that month i had realized i had an eating disorder the past two years um you're like how'd you not know bitch i was delusional that's a part of the fucking disorder anyways and i realized i needed more intense help so not only was i talking with like a nutritionist to like specifically help with my eating disorder and get back on track of like eating like a normal person and like not going back to eating disorder behaviors i also needed like actual therapy therapy so my best friend recommended her therapist um and i soon started seeing my queen let's call her tara we're just gonna call her tara the whole time because i don't know uh we just are because i'm gonna say her name like a million times so my journey with tara i have never met a therapist i connected with so quickly like i realized i could tell her anything I'll never forget our first session. And like within the first session, she was like, tell me a timeline of your life. And I was like, holy fuck, so much has happened in my life. And I was like crying. And she's like, no, like that's perfect. Like that's good. And I was like, oh my God. So like I just instantly felt like connected to her. And I was like, this is my IMG set. This is the IMG set I'm wearing to the club for years to come. Okay, you're going to see many Instagram stories in this IMG set. I had gone through the therapist and found my perfect like one for me so I realized I could tell her anything she made it clear to me in the beginning I can text her whenever I want and trust me I have used that fully and we will talk about that at the end of this episode I don't think I realized how much I needed her like just someone to talk to who was not even on my side and wasn't biased but was just there to like listen to my problems and not like I just didn't feel fucking crazy I have a lot of yes people in my life but I also had a bunch of no people in my life and the no people like love to like try and bring me down and drag me down and make me feel insecure and horrible about myself and she helped me leave those like toxic friendships and she taught me how to set boundaries with my family she listens to me talk about my twin flame for a year like tara is a saint the fact that she's listening to me talk about my twin flame who i haven't had contact with for a fucking year is absolutely insane she helped me with my move to new york by like just reminding me like i can do it because i had a lot of people being like you can't do it fuck you guys i'm going on six months you can all choke on a big fat dick anyways helped me through that um she also was there like the day after i got sexually assaulted i had a meeting with her which was absolutely insane so she was 
like she saw my whole healing journey from like the inside perspective in like if there's anybody that has tea on my life it is my fucking therapist like hours of me crying she just helped me through all of this like I wouldn't have been healed from that trauma as quickly as I feel like I did if it wasn't for her. Like, normally I feel like it would have taken me years and stuff like that. But with her, I felt like I was fully healed within like six months. And like, I fully feel healed now. You know, like, I can talk about it without crying. It doesn't even weigh heavy on my brain. I rarely think about it anymore. And like, if I didn't have her, I don't know if that would have been possible for me. So like, yeah, she literally is like the reason I got through my sexual assault. She's like a second mom to me in a way, but like doesn't judge me and gives me like she helps me get to the best places of my life. Like because obviously like your friends and family, if you tell them your like your problems, they're going to judge you a little bit. Like she does not judge me. And that's like what I love the most. Like I literally say the most insane things to her and we're going to get into it. She doesn't judge me, doesn't make me feel crazy. And it's just like validates all my feelings. Like she's literally my biggest supporter even like my OCD was really bad and I didn't want to go on meds, but she helped me through that process. And it was like, it's okay. Like your OCD is bad. We're acknowledging that. Like, let's do something to help you. So you don't have this constant like running mind in this like it's so painful to live with OCD. It's actually the fucking worst. She's like, let's just get you through it. Like, let's get you on some medication if we think that's going to help. Because there came a point where I was like, all right, I'm at my breaking point, Tara. I'm about to fucking kill. Like, I'm literally about to fucking lose my mind right now. My OCD is making me not even want to get out of bed in the morning. Like, I'm genuinely so fucking drained. And like, I'm able to tell her about my OCD thoughts and stuff, which like I normally have never told anybody. And like, I've never told anybody about like the deep feelings of like, all of my assaults or like even my dad or anything like those things and she's just helped me heal like the deepest parts of myself and like my inner child and literally everything like this episode got so fucking deep but like honestly just helped me heal so much and like I'm so beyond grateful because I feel like every time I meet with her I'm just like headed to the best version of myself every single time and like that's my ultimate goal is to become the best version of myself for the people in my life but also you guys like I want to be the best version of myself every week when I talk to you guys because I come on here and I spit random fucking advice and I just tell you guys stuff. So I want to have like an educated background of where this advice is coming from. And it's normally my experiences and my experiences are like what I've learned through therapy. You know what I mean? So like she weirdly helps me with my podcast episodes a lot. She's like, that's a good episode. I'm like, that's a good episode, Tara. We're doing it. We're doing it. Um, my body dysmorphia helped me through the whole eating disorder. She was from there from the beginning with the eating disorder and she's genuinely helped me through that. And we just really understood where the trigger of my eating disorder came from, as well as where the trigger of my anxiety came from and the trigger of like my OCD, where all these things came from and why I act the way I act and like what it is specifically. And so it's like to really get that deep and understanding knowledge of yourself, you just feel closer to yourself and it makes you embrace yourself a little bit more and love yourself a little bit more. So like that's what I've really realized in therapy. Like I can't recommend therapy enough. So here's the crazy shit my therapist had to put up with. Ugh, poor girl. I have never shared this story, but I'm going to do it now. I was in the middle of finishing Second City's Conservatory, but on Zoom. If you don't know what Second City's Conservatory program is, it's like the most elite comedy program genuinely ever. And it was like a dream come true of mine since I like even began comedy. So to be doing it at 20 years old was like a dream. To be doing it on Zoom was absolutely fucking hell. But like, whatever, I was finishing up this year and a half long program that was so intense, so brutal, and is like the biggest thing on my resume, right? So one of my last shows, I'm sitting there, ring light in my face, 
Um, I memorized, obviously, off book because I'm a fucking professional. And all of a sudden, I just have this overwhelming, intrusive thought take over my brain. And it's like, say this horrible word right now. Like, say this horrible word. Like, this is what the intrusive thought is saying. It's like the specific horrible word that, like, obviously, I'm not going to say on the podcast. But, like, it's like this horrible word. It's like, say this word right now. Say it. I, as I'm performing in Second City's conservatory, like as I'm about to like say my line in my sketch, my brain is like, say this horrible fucking word. And I'm like, if I said this word, I could easily kiss my comedy career goodbye. I think I'm being a little bit dramatic. I don't think it's like that horrible of a word, but it would just be fucking weird if I said it. You know what I mean? Like, it'd just be like, what the fuck? Why did she like, that's just weird. Anyways, I, this is before I was on OCD meds, obviously. I went into a full-blown two-week panic attack to the point where I was like I need to be the most zen fucking bitch in the entire world I got brand new crystals I got stress relief candles I got new incense I was so scared of like ruining my comedy career which I was clearly overdoing like me saying this word was not going to ruin my comedy career but like my intrusive thoughts were so fucking horrible like I did 40 meditations like literally praying to the god I haven't spoken to in years above being like bro, help me through this. Like I cannot just ruin my comedy career within the last two weeks of this year and a half long program for saying a weird fucking word my intrusive thoughts want me to say. If you don't know what an intrusive thought is, it's like literally just like a random thought that like you don't even think of yourself. It just comes to your brain and you're like, ew, I'm sick in the mind. Who would ever even think like that kind of thing? It's just like the weirdest fucking shit ever. So it's like, I just had like a horrible intrusive thought. I hope some of you have like dealt with intrusive thoughts. So I make a little bit of sense to you. But like, yeah, that's what I was dealing with. And obviously it was way worse in my head than it was actually in real life. It just would have been fucking weird if I said the word. But in my head, I was like, I'm going to end my comedy career if I say this word in my brain is like, say the word, Livy. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking like, like, I couldn't even deal with it. Anyways, I was so embarrassed. I literally was like, I can't even tell my therapist. Like, I cannot tell Tara. Like, I'm thinking like, oh, in the middle of the biggest shows of my life, say this horrible word. She's going to be like, OK, you're mentally ill. We're checking you into the psych ward. And that's just that. It causes so much anxiety having intrusive thoughts because you're like, who the fuck thought that? Like, who the fuck was that in my brain that thought that weird ass intrusive thought? Like, that was definitely not like, where the fuck is this coming from? Like, that was not me. Like, I was too embarrassed. I was like, I cannot tell her. And I was like, but I have to tell her because me doing 40 meditations a day, literally shoving the crystals up my pussy to make me zen, lighting incense nonstop to the point where I had noise, like smell complaints from my neighbors of like sage and shit, like was getting so out of hand that I was like, okay, whatever. I have to tell her about this. I was like having a panic attack going into the meeting. I'm like, Tara, like this is what's happening, literally in tears. And she was like, that's so normal. Like you're not crazy at all. Like that's completely normal. And we came to the root of why I'm having that intrusive thought. And it was because I was ending my like comedy training fully. And even though I had already stepped foot into my comedy career, it was like I was fully stepping foot into my comedy career. Like I was done with all of my training. Like even when I was directing, producing and writing shows, I still was doing second. I was still doing second city classes and I was still doing conservatory as well. This was like the final of all of it. You know, like this was me saying goodbye to 
since I was 16 years old, like what, six years, seven years of comedy training that felt like a safety belt. Like this was me going into the real world. And she was like, that's why you're having that intrusive thought. Like you're about to finish some of the biggest two weeks of your life and wrap up a huge journey you've worked your entire life for. You know, you have to move after this. You know, you have to get in. You're fully in the comedy space now. Like you're in auditions. You're doing that stuff now. That's what you're doing. Like, you know this. So like, that is why you're having these intrusive thoughts. Honestly, fucking thank God I thought I was mentally, beyond mentally ill. Because like, we all know I'm a little bit mentally ill. But I thought I was like, losing my fucking shit. I was like, oh my God, I'm getting this is so bad. And she's like, just relax. Like, you're never going to say that word. It's just like your intrusive thoughts. Thank God for her. Anyways, the next, the next series of events that Tara had to put up with you guys know Maisie, my best friend, one of my best friends, and I were like the most manic people in the entire world. So Maisie and I were convinced we had these twin flames. Basically, what a twin flame is, it's like someone you're supposed to be with in this lifetime or something that you have a soul connection with in a past lifetime. That is basically a twin flame. So basically, these two guys that we used to talk to, the most toxic fucking asshole men, Maisie and I fully convinced ourselves they were our twin flames. Like, we were convinced we were seeing signs about them and they were our soulmates. Like, we had such a deep talk and convinced not only ourselves but each other that these two toxic men that neither of us had spoken to in like six months were our twin flames and we were meant to be with them. Like, if that isn't batshit fucking crazy, I don't know what that is. And that we needed to be with our twin flames. So, fun fact, Maisie and I share a therapist. Like, a lot of people in my life see the same therapist as me because, like, I recommend her. Like, she is a nail woman, like, does nails. I'm like, you have to go get your nails done by her. I'm like, you have to get your trauma healed by her. She's fucking amazing. But, like, like I said in the beginning of this episode, Maisie introduced me to her. And so, Maisie went into her session trying to convince our therapist that she had to be with her twin flame. And then I literally did the same thing in our session, in my session with my therapist, like talking about my twin flame. She humbled the fuck out of both of us so beyond quickly to the point that Maisie and I called each other after and we were like, it is so embarrassing trying to explain to our therapist what a twin flame is and why we're convinced we had them. I'm like, Tara, I saw 222 on the clock the same moment I saw his initials as well. So that means... um. That fully means, 222 means we're supposed to be together. You know the angel numbers. I tell you about the angel numbers all the time. Like, that's a sign. You know what I mean, Tara? Like, that's a sign. And then I see his his initials. Like, you're telling me I shouldn't be blowing up his phone texting him? Like, that's clearly a fucking sign. And she's like, how is this a sign? And I'm like, you're right. She's like, he doesn't treat you right. He's a fucking asshole to you. He should be blocked at this point. But because you saw 222 and his initials, you somehow need to marry him. And I'm like valid she's so valid Maisie and I were like it's so humiliating (laughs) explaining to your rational therapist your irrational not even like humiliating just like fucking weird on our ends being like no and like I saw 555 and like I thought about him the moment I saw 555 which means a change is coming which also means like we're meant to fucking be together or like for me I'd be like I was walking down the street and like I saw somebody wearing his team um like a team sweatshirt and I immediately like thought of him and then I looked to the side and I saw 111 which like means we are meant to be together and like I just feel our soul connections like our souls are connected and she's like reminding you once again he's a fucking asshole he's literally horrible to you you guys do not speak you literally have a brand about 
women empowerment and women not dating fucking assholes but you're holding on to a twin flame and Maisie and I were like oh my god I was like she is beyond she didn't even say those words whatsoever but like just the way she put it was like so beyond accurate like why are we hung up on these fucking losers twin flame or not it's not worth it like you're gonna forget about these guys you guys I can tell you she was completely right I don't even talk about my twin flame nor do I think about my twin flame anymore but like just imagine having to be like so I have a soul connection. <laughs> She's like, okay, welcome to the session. What are we talking about today? I'm like, so I have a soul connection with my twin flame. You know, we talk about them all the time. I decided we're soulmates and we're meant to be together. And she's like, what made you think that? And I'm like, because I saw an angel number. And she's like, no. And I'm like, valid. And Maisie and I were just like, huh, we really overreacted and we really were very manic in that moment, you know? And she never judged us for that. She was like, just take a step back. Is this someone you really want to be with? Um, And I think it's time to block them. And I was like, you know what? She's right. Like when she told me it was time to block him, I was like, you're so beyond right. Did it take me four months to do it? Yeah, but she was right. And like in the long run, I was like, girl, you were right. I should have blocked him a while ago. Who would have thought, you know, who would have thought she knows best, but she does. Okay, let's get into the times I've texted Tara. So when I almost got sex trafficked in Miami, she was the first person I reached out to. I was like, I'm literally having the worst OCD of my entire life because I almost got sex trafficked in Miami. So I had a full panic attack. If you guys are like, wait, what are you talking about? You got sex trafficked in Miami. Go listen to Bitch Better Have My Money episode. It's way down there. I explain the entire situation. I'm literally not going to relive it because it's traumatic. But like as soon as we escaped the situation, I started like my OCD started flaring up like no other. And I touched a mirror and it broke completely and I was like I'm literally gonna have seven years of bad fucking luck like I'm in the middle of fucking brickle right now Miami selfie like I'm losing my mind and so like I'm texting her and I'm like I want to be at the club shaking my ass but like I literally just touched a mirror it broke I'm so convinced I'm gonna have seven years of bad luck and she's like take a step back be grateful that you didn't get sex trafficked and also be a little bit more like who's saying that you're gonna have seven years of bad luck like, did the mirror tell you? Like, who's saying this? And I'm like, it's just a myth I heard. She's like, just relax. It's okay. All that matters is that you're safe. I'm like, valid. Um, I texted her the time when my mom wouldn't pay for my COVID test. And I literally almost offed myself because I needed to do Barry's boot camp. Um, that was absolutely sick of me in the head. That was like years ago. But like, literally, my mom was like, I'm not paying for your COVID test. Just quarantine. And I was like, I need to do Barry's. And she was like, goodbye. And I was like, okay, so we got in a huge fight. And I was like, I literally want to be emancipated. Mind you, I was already on my own. So I don't, there would be no point of me getting emancipated because I literally am technically emancipated because I support myself. But I like lost my mind and I was like, fuck my mom, Tara. She's literally a bitch. Like, so I can text Tara those things, which is nice because normally I text my mom those things. Like when my sister pisses me off, I'm like, mom, Sissy's so fucking annoying. And she's like, okay, whatever. Um, also anytime my mom, my sister's boyfriend, girlfriend, I'm not a lesbian. I don't know why I said girlfriend. Anyone pisses me off, I text her. Like, we just have a long chat about it. Uh, Specifically, when I was leaving my old friend group, she was, like, number one on speed dial. And we would just chat about it all the time. And she just helped me leave in the most healthiest, best way for me possible. So it's like, this woman has changed my life completely. And, like, therapy in general and going down to the root 
of all my problems and like my mental illnesses has like genuinely changed my life like you don't even have to have as much trauma as I've had to be in therapy like you literally need no trauma at all to be in therapy it's just nice to have someone to fucking talk to who's not biased because like I know we all have those friends where you're like you tell them a story about your boyfriend and then they never let it go for like seven fucking years and you're like I should have never told you I should have never told your dumbass this goddamn story because now we're talking about what Jared did five years ago I'm on my wedding day you know what I mean so like we've all been there we all have those people it is what it is but it's so good to have a therapist because it's like you don't even realize you're healing you're just in the midst of it and it's like the best thing that's ever happened in my entire life and she's like the best thing that's happened to me and like I just know I can text and call her whenever I need her because my sessions aren't as regular now because I'm not as mentally ill I'd say so it's just like I see her tomorrow I'm so excited like I genuinely love therapy so I did like a full 360 from being like I don't need therapy I'm literally too good for that like what are you talking about to being like I want everybody and their mother to experience the amount of joy healing and love for myself I've experienced through therapy like I want everybody to experience that and if you guys want more information on that better health is an amazing website to get started on what if I was like and better health sponsor this episode wait no actually I should reach out to them and be like fucking sponsor me bitch um anyways no but yeah and you can always dm me about therapy questions like I will try and answer all my dms I haven't been seeing my dm requests a lot lately but if there's one thing I encourage everybody to do it is at least try therapy like and that's not coming from a sense like "Mm, you need therapy it's coming from a sense like I want you all to become the best versions of yourself as well and like we all have some healing we could do even if we think we don't you know what I mean we've all dealt with shit in our lives and like we don't have to bottle in those emotions like it's so good to talk to a trained professional who's going to help you through that like who doesn't want to become the best version of themselves you know what I mean so like that's my little therapy rant I love every single one of you if you want more of me follow me on Instagram TikTok and YouTube at she is Livy I'm gonna have a Chicago vlog posted within a week or two I fucking hope anyways I love you guys Bye. Oh my gosh.